This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Redskins and the Bucks. We talk about the cuts, who made the roster, who didn't. Who's going to stay on the roster after our suspended drug addicts come back week four? Aaron's precarious predictions and much more live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? I think I have the sound effects fixed. Could you hear it this year? This I heard that one. <laughs> this season or what seventh season six seven i don't know well, until we can afford a sound season. engineer you know we're gonna have little snafus like that we're getting close though we do have a uh a, a second benevolent sponsor after david lee we do have a desmond c lee as our benevolent sponsor at desmond c lee two on twitter uh because desmond c lee one was hacked hacked um but the two of them over the years both Massive Redskins fans have uh, been taking care of us here. And uh, we're doing all right. Mm-hmm. Even without Josh this week. Josh is on the road. He's on the road again. <laughs> Where is he this week? I don't know. I have no idea. Ohio, he, had leave at, he had to leave at 3 this morning. He told me 4.30. No, something like that. He told me... uh well, maybe he said he had to get up at three. Anyway. Either way, it's early. He's on the road again. <laughs> Speaking of being on the road again, I'm going to start promoting this right now in the preseason. Yes, sir. Just like last year. Yep, 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 Me, yep. Josh. Well, Josh wasn't with us last year. Me, that's Aaron, Josh, and John. And and our friend Uncle Jim, Jimmy, Jimbo, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> All four of us are going to be at the Dallas game. We've got the tickets in hand. We're going to be 12, tailgating. 22, 13. We're going to be tailgating like last time at the Hale BBQ. And we want to try to get a group of Harry Hog listeners together for the pre-tailgate. Dude, we'll be hanging. Will will be we'll there, I'm cooler. sure. Fifth, start saving your money for a ticket. Do we know. Nick the we'll Greek, you better them. be there. Mm-hmm. Desmond C. Lee, too. You better well, be there. California. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, David Lee, one. You better be there. He might be there. That'd be sweet. The last time we tried to hook up with David Lee, the original sponsor... Something happened. We couldn't find him or something. Yeah, we went up to his seats and he wasn't there, so we left like a business card. And stuck it like up underneath, like the uh, the 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 number on the seat. We're just like, <laughs> yeah. and then we went back and like I I don't know went walking around, and then the game started. And then later he was like, "Dudes, I got your business card." Um. Anyway, all you guys better make plans. Plus, all those people that I did not mention, you better be at the tailgate. That game is going to be awesome. Yeah, dudes, we'll, we are all there. We have our tickets. We have our uh uh living establishment yep we're good to go we're good josh will be there well josh josh says he's gonna be there we'll see yeah he hasn't ponied up yet 
Yeah. True. No, no, he no. Did, he made the hotel reservations. He made the hotel reservations. Um, but that just still doesn't mean he'll show up. But anyway. He probably will. There's some people out there, like especially the fifth, that really want to meet Josh in person because they don't think he exists. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, I'm promoting it now. I'm going to promote it every week going forward. Guess what, dudes? We've rounded what? the roid. We passed the taint. We've mm-hmm. zigzagged through the armpit. And we're at the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Dude, I'm so pumped. Monday yeah. night, Monday evening football. This is my favorite thing of all because I get up early in the morning for work. I get up at five in the morning. I love Monday night football at 6.55 at night. Redskin Standard Time. Dude, I'm this so much more pumped than game. you. Dude, no, you are so not so much more pumped than me. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm going to be able to watch this game and then go to bed by like 11 and go to work the next day. I'm so super pumped. Dude, it's I won't be able fantastic. to go to bed by 11. I'm going to be so pumped I'm not going to be able to sleep. After the debacle that we'll talk about here in a little bit. Dude, I already know it's going to be a debacle. It's not going to pull me up that much. You haven't heard my precarious predictions, which this is the episode that mm-hmm. everyone waits for every year. Mm-hmm. Last Aaron. year, I was pretty close to being correct for the whole season. Getting there. I was closer than usual. <laughs> I was closer than you, dude. I was closer than I have <laughs> been through the whole history of the podcast. No, well, yeah. Did I yeah. not call that we would win the division? You called it. Wait, what, Josh? What'd you say? Josh didn't call anything. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought he was going to say... All he, he called, called were those yellow cakes down on the field. <laughs> Dude, texting. Dude, Josh, what are all those yellow cakes on the field during the Buffalo game? I don't know. I'm hanging out with my friend Buffalo Bill up in the stands. We see the yellow cakes, but we can't tell what they are. We are not sure what they are. They may say who dat or who day or whatever it was. The uh, the ones from Cincinnati said a couple years ago. All right. So in this in this podcast, just an overview of what we're going to talk about. We got the precarious predictions coming up. Our games and kicks from the fourth and final preseason game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Redskins go undefeated in the preseason, as if you didn't know. But the last time the Redskins went undefeated in the preseason, I think we went on to suck. I think so. You really can't buy too much into the preseason because you're testing out guys that suck. Against other guys that suck, using plays that are, you know, one one thousandth of the playbook. Yeah, and I have to admit, as much as I want to dog on my friend Tom from college, we had like three or four starters on defense against the Buccaneers like scrub defense or offense in this game from the very beginning. We had, who was it, Merriweather? Yep, Josh Wilson. Josh Wilson. Um, Who else was in there? Who else was it? Was D-Hall in there? No, D-Hall was not playing. Um, man, Reed Dowdy didn't, even Reed Dowdy didn't play though, so I guess in the other direction, seriously, you guys, you guys suck in Tampa Bay. I heard someone on the radio on ESPN today and they were saying 
I think Tampa Bay is going to be better than people think this year, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't because I watched them in the fourth preseason game and their depth is terrible. They're bad. They're bad. And you know what, dude? We were talking about their kicker issue. It was because their kicker, their main kicker from last year, is one of those two guys that has the staph infection. He has MRSA. Barth does? Yeah. He got the same thing that Josh had in his hand? Yes, and they like put him in because the Buccaneers didn't want to say, oh, of course he got MRSA from the locker room. They put him on some some kind of injured designee, blah, blah, blah. He, they put him on a list that made it so they didn't have to say that they were the reason he had MRSA. What? In case he, he sued them like Joe Jurevicius did. You guys remember him, especially people that played fantasy football. Joe Jervicious ended his career with the Cleveland Browns because he caught MRSA in their locker room along with six other players and never played again and had to sue them for a settlement. Well. Yep. Josh has MRSA and he didn't catch it from the Bucks. for all we know. He probably caught yeah. it from the New Orleans Saints. He probably did. Apparently that's his favorite team. He loves NOLA. <laughs> Her name was Lola. Does he also uh, like going to the big house? <laughs> <laughs> no, the horseshoe. <laughs> he likes going to the horseshoe. Dude, I always follow Ohio State. Because this is the first time we've ever heard you root for Ohio State, Josh. He never said that he rooted for Ohio State. He didn't until that night when he was like, dudes, I can't believe we're recording a podcast tonight. Ohio State's playing for the national championship or something. And we were just like, uh, and? Dude, I'm an Ohio State fan. Dude, you said you're a Chapel Hill fan when you moved to Raleigh which incidentally is the home of NC State. State. <laughs> yeah, he's always said that he's a, Ch- he's a Chapel Hill fan. Yeah, and granted, I mean, I went to Elon, which is a little old school down there in North Carolina, and uh, we used to go to Chapel Hill for a good old time, and Chapel Hill is a great party town, but I am no Chapel Hill fan. Wait, Nor speak- am I an NC, NC State fan. I am, I am unaffiliated, as spe- a matter of fact. Speaking of Elon... Did I yep. see a score correctly that flashed upon the ticker? Dude, why you got to bring this up? <laughs> was dude, it like seriously. 75 to nothing? No, dude, it was not 75 to nothing. 71? 70 to nothing. 70 to nothing? 70 to nothing. That's 10 touchdowns. Um, Yeah, it sure was. Did you watch well, the you game? Know. No, I, I did not watch the debacle. I don't have that much school spirit. Um, at this point, being 16 years out of college. That is a debacle. Dude, it's a massive debacle. And at the same time, we had a guy who was drafted, and I think he made the roster in a in a, a Baltimore, actually, wide receiver. But, yeah, um, yeah. I think we had three years of being a decent team in the same division as Appalachian State and Wofford. So... Dude, I don't you, think Elon's going to be uh, making any headlines any anytime soon in football because we got crushed. Dude, do you know who's um, undefeated? Yeah, Radford. You know why? Because you don't have a football team. No, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. going to say, do you know who's really going to suck this year? Undefeated. Worse than the Bucks. Undefeated. Um, wait, where did Josh go to school? 
Otterbein. Otterbein. You know why? Because they don't have a football team. They have a team. Nuh-uh. Yeah, Who do they I play? Their, I see their score sometimes on the ticker. Otterbein? Yeah. They do not have a football team. They do too. Google it. They do not. I'm looking at them right now. Anyway, while we're, you're talking about college football and like mm-hmm. double A and stuff. Um, Lower than double A. I'm talking about Otter- a team that's going to be almost double A that I feel sorry for. And that's the Bills. <laughs> Dude, and the Raiders. Bad. The Raiders don't even know who's starting at quarterback. Apparently, they're going to put Terrell Pryor there. And what the hell happened to Matt Flynn? And they're not even sure about that, dude. And it's like three days until the season. They're like, uh, I guess we'll put Pryor there. That's bad. Even the, and they were talking about him on NFL Network. They're like, yeah, Pryor in the last preseason game to win the job through two picks and this and that. Oh, my. Yeah, oh my is right. Oh, apparently Eiderbein does have a uh, football team. I told you. Um, they're they're voted to finish fourth in Division Three. What are they called? Whatever the yellow case. The, it I don't know. It look it doesn't say what they're called on their on their uh, athletics website, but there's a logo that looks like a cardinal and a big puffed up jersey. But they are Division Three, which means no scholarships. So they are. I think Josh did say last year they were coming up with the football team. Eventually, they've had a football team. I don't know about all that. Well, I mean, I'm maybe they did, but it's Division it Three. It's like the same as uh, Virginia Wesleyan here. Dude. So you know, I mean, seriously, John, this is a podcast about the Redskins, not Division Three NCAA football. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Well. Well, let's talk about it here. All right, right. so like we said, the Redskins were undefeated in preseason, and we don't read anything into that. At all. Do not get pumped up about that at all, period. And now John is about to do a segment that you guys love. It's a classic Mm -hmm. segment here on Harry Hog Football. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for the sound effect while I'm trying to buy time because I haven't played the sound effect in a long time. We're going to talk about uh, how we beat the crap out of the Bucks, and their scrubs are really bad. Franco American SpaghettiOs, show them your O face. Oh, wait, we weren't supposed to go into the O line report until after. Dude, we that's talked- your report. <laughs> uh, you want to know what report I'm doing, and I don't even have the song on here anymore because I took it off because I never thought we'd have one of these again. Oh wait, I do have it. And now, the covenant. What? No, that's not it. That, dude, seriously. I had that mislabeled. Sorry, man. We really need a sound. <laughs> it says Dockery Report, and I hit it, and that's not what it was. Oh man, the Dockery Report. So here, I'll do the music. For do you the have it? Report. No, but I'm just gonna say it. All right. And now, the Dockery Report. All right. Here's a Dockery report. If you guys didn't hear, and I think John <laughs> told me this, so I haven't substantiated it. I don't know. It is confirmed from a Larry. I saw it firsthand. All right. Derek Dockery signed as a Redskin for one day so that he could retire as a Redskin. And this will probably be the final Dockery report. That wasn't even on our itinerary. No, it wasn't, but good call on that. Um, and I do have to say, when he was talking to dumbass Larry, Larry. he was uh, he refused, along with Larry, I'll give him that. 
you know, this is like his 1% of, of somewhat credibility, which is anyway, it, neither one would even mention, uh, the D A L L A S S team. Um, Dockery seemed very embarrassed that he even signed for them. But but Larry was like, hey, you, you know, it's a job. It's a paycheck. And he was like, yeah, you know, blah, 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 blah. But he was still very embarrassed that he did it. Well, wouldn't you be? Yes. I'd have to live with that for the rest of my life. I just wouldn't do it. Like that guy you were talking about last week. That's a lot of money. I don't care. That's But, I mean, that's the thing. He made a lot of money already. And then the Cowboys signed him, and he's like, oh, well, I guess I'll sign for the Cowboys, even though I've made like $9 million already. Yeah, forget that. Didn't the Bills play Dockery like a crap load of money? They paid him a ton of money and cut him after two years? Two, maybe? Yeah, because remember, we wanted to keep him because I always joked him. We wanted to keep him for like 24 or 25 million, I think it was. And the Bills offered him like 44 million dollars. And he was like, guys, I got to go. Yeah, we were like, uh, and on that, it's see like, you later, uh, dude. yeah, because you used to hate him. And I was like, dude, give him a chance. Let him grow into the role. And he grew into the role and he was good. And then the Bills were like, we'll pay you a ridiculous amount of money to come up here and play it in the hinterlands of the NFL. And he went up there and played for two years, and they cut him. Or two years or so. I don't remember exactly now how many years it was. But you know. well, Why we're on the O-line stuff, is Odd Body Hire still in the league at the Raiders? Oh, that's a good question. I'll look that up, too. I'll, I'll do Josh's job on this one as well. And here's the O-line report. The O-line's looking pretty good. Yeah? We got all of our dudes back from last year. Except for one. I thought Licorice was going to get cut. Licorice was looking bad in this preseason. I don't know if he got fat or what. They said he I'm did not get talking fat. With a, dude, I'm not talking with a capital PH. Yeah, I'm talking with a freaking F. Yeah. He, like, dude got lazy. I think he took the last... Um, dude, he was a Cowboys spot. fan growing up. What do you want? Oh, by the way, your dog, Stefan Heyer, is currently a free agent. Okay, so he's not with the Raiders. He's cut, basically. He is He is not anywhere. Stefan Heyer, born January 16th, 1984, is currently a free agent. I think his career, well, his career did what a, a lot of guys' careers have done. He ended up at the Raiders. It's like there's two places in the NFL right now where you go to that team, and that's pretty much the end of the line. It's, it's the Bengals if you're a criminal, and the Raiders if you just suck. And D Hall got cut there after playing like five games or something. Remember, six, I think it was. Yeah, he no, he did half a season. What was so up with that? He, well, that was while uh, what's his face was still alive. I know, but why did he get cut? Well, they signed him thinking he was going to be awesome, except for that he played the exact opposite kind of defense that they played. That was that was like it's a, a a typical like uh uh. uh Daniel Snyder or recent, more recently the Eagles dream team scenario. Oh, we'll get that guy. He's really good. Does he mesh with your team? No. Does he play your kind of defense or offense or, or whatever it is? No, but he's really good. We'll make him work. We'll make him work. We'll make him. He's a good player. So, yeah, 
Odd body hire is out of the league. And, you know, I mean, you know. Odd body. I know he's your favorite player, Aaron. But I'm sorry to say, I don't think he's going to get back in the NFL. But you know what? He's also made, I'm thinking, a couple of seven-digit numbers, like two or three, four or five million in his career. So I'm not too worried about the guy. Yeah, and we didn't even think he was going to make the Redskins ever. 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 We were like rooting for him to make the team and suddenly he's starting and sucking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what else do we have to say about the the uh, O-line? Adam Geddes, I guess, took the final spot. Yeah. Him, Liberace, yeah. and Tom Compton. Yeah. They, uh... I don't think there were any like like massive surprises on the on the offensive line as far as cuts are concerned. No, I didn't think so. And I don't think we really really need to delve into the uh, the Buccaneer debacle. I don't really that even want to talk about. Seven of the fans watched. Can I just say two things about the Buccaneer debacle? Two. Two things that I took away from that game. Yep. One, Chris Thompson made the team. Yep, he sure did. And the other one, I guess Pat White made the team. <laughs> Apparently which is still mind-boggling to me why we would have four quarterbacks. But then I'm thinking, and I was about to bring this up, All right, how long is he going to be on the team? We got dudes coming back, three dudes at least coming back. We're going to have Maurice Hurt coming back, so maybe one of these offensive lines. Maurice Hurt comes back, has the opportunity to come back, I think, week seven. Yep, and we have, uh, of course... um, Our druggies. Rob Jackson and... uh, why is it? I can't think tonight, dude. Rob Jackson, Yo. Jarvis Jenkins, my dog. Your dog, dude. Yep. So they're going to be coming back. All right. So Five. there's three dudes coming back. Anyone else that I'm missing? Nope. So who's going to get cut for him? Maybe Josh Licorice. Maybe one of those dudes. Maybe. Um, they may go in the direction guys that are. Uh, yeah, Merling. Merling's going to get a cut. And maybe Pat White was the other guy. I was I was still surprised to see Merling make the team, but I think Merling is on the team specifically because of the two guys that are suspended because they can't read the label on a bottle. Yeah. And Pat White, I think, is going to be cut after week four if they don't get anyone to trade for him. Yeah, that that that's that's all subjective. It 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 really depends on if uh, Captain Kirk's ankle is okay. And RG3's knee. And RG3 is still playing. Knock on wood. Because, you know, I mean, man, dude, I'm so nervous about this still. I I, I know, but... We see RG3 coming in, and, and he's coming in for week one. He's starting. We know he's starting. They finally confirmed it, blah, blah, blah. ESPN is trying to make a story of it every day. I texted you today. Today at 6 o'clock. Today, 9-4-2003. Or thirteen, the very first thing <laughs> on <laughs> the very first thing on Sports Center was RG three Shanahan, RG three Shanahan, RG three Shanahan, and it was just back and forth, back and forth, and they're basically doing the whole thing that's been going on the last few weeks, where they're making up a uh, making up a story about the two of them disagreeing. I don't know what their problem is. They're they're trying to push ratings and dude I I texted you on this as well while you were out there uh, ringing the bells, um, <laughs> playing with your dingling out there, and they were saying that 
RG3 and Shanahan were arguing over whether he was going to be able to start, whether he was going to be able to start and run as much as he was. Is he going to be able to start and pass more? Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. And what it comes down to is, 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 can he start? Yes. Okay. We got to make up a story though, because this is our first game at 655 on Monday night. Oh, they're going to play that So they played it up already starting today, Wednesday, the 4th. They're already playing it up. Of course, dude. It's ridiculous. Well, actually, it is on e- wait, it is on ESPN that it still confuses me that they switched the game ABC. is on ESPN. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. So, Remember, ESPN is owned and ABC are owned by Disney. So it's all the same, it's all the same company. Oh, I know. So it's really not even a change in networks. I mean, it is, but it's not. Totally love that firm. You love Disney. I love that firm. Aaron Aaron wants to be mayor of what is it? Main Street USA. Main Street USA. <laughs> I'm growing the beard. What we need to talk about, dude, are the people that did get cut. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Before we hit the halftime here. All right, but I was liking this conversation about who we think Wait. is going to be cut in week four. Oh, after, in week five. Five. Week five. And I'm thinking Pat White, week. as long as the quarterback situation yeah. is as it is now with Kirk Cousins saying he's better and RG3 staying better. Well, that, that's the thing, dude. We kept four quarterbacks, four running backs, and five wide receivers. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me going on the tight ends. And four tight ends. Niles Paul should be cut. And dude, I don't think Niles Paul. What? Did Niles Paul save Mike Shanahan's like grandson from a burning building or something? Why is he still on the team? I don't know, but according to this article I read in the Washington Post... They quote said, Paul is the team's special teams ace, both on kick returns and on coverage units. How was ace spelled? Was it spelled A-R-S-E? A-C-E. So that Seriously. made him a sure thing, it said. All right, we've said this. We've said this for well over a year. Niles Paul can tackle. He can hit someone like nobody's business, but he can't catch, he can't block, and he can't run a route. So why is he on the team? Cut! <laughs> and and this goes to your whole point about only keeping five wide receivers. Serious. I think they see Niles Paul as like the sixth wide receiver. In a way, yeah. I guess. And and the wide receiver situation was so glutted this year. I mean, there were so many people to 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 pick from and they they kept that dude, the uh the little the little white dude from The guy that I thought was going to make it. He's on the practice squad. He is on the practice squad. Nick Williams. Nick Williams. They could bring him back up if they like cut one of these. They might. Guys. I mean, the guy's a gamer. The guy the guy is a gamer. You know, I mean if he, one of these he, receivers gets hurt, I bet he'll be coming up. It wouldn't surprise me. You know, I, I think the guy I mean the guy plays at a hundred percent. And please don't say, oh, dude, he plays at 110%. Only people that play at 110% are sorority girls. That was another thing he I was going to say. He plays at 100%. That was and, another th- and, thing yeah. I was going to say about that game, dude, is he had some nice moves in that game. I, th- I don't remember. I think it was a kick return, right? Dude, and, and you and I were actually on the phone talking about this, and that's what I saw from him in that bowl game that Connecticut played. 
the guy, the guy, he puts it all on the field and he's got skills and he's got tenacity. He's the kind of guy that he's the kind of guy that he's, he's like a Reed Dowdy on the, on the offensive side. He really is. He's the kind of guy that could stick with the team for four or five seasons, mostly doing special teams, filling in at receivers like the third or fourth guy if needed. I, I think it's really good that we were able to keep all the guys that we wanted that we cut and, and we were able to keep them and bring them back to the practice squad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, we haven't even run down the cut list, but I no, just wanted have. to I wanted to say, and I think you brought this up to me earlier this week. Yeah. It's always a good sign to see that dudes that you get cut immediately get picked up on other teams. Yeah. Like Dijon Mustard. Where did Dijon Mustard go? Detroit. Martin Mayhew picked him up. Son! And you know who they cut to pick him up? Who? Rocky McIntosh. <laughs> I saw they signed him like a week before that. Hilarious. Boy, he turned out to be a bust, didn't he? Yeah. I they were talking about trading him to the Bears for uh uh not not Erlocker, the second. The second uh, linebacker they had there. We talked about this like two or three years ago. Yeah, he he was one of those guys that you couldn't you didn't you couldn't quite tell if he was you know getting better or was gonna suck. Yeah, yeah, and they were talking about trading him, and, and well, apparently we can't remember that guy's name either, so he probably sucked as well. So it was a wash. Funny how Jason Campbell used to play for us, and then they had a. Uh, 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 what's his face? That quarterback I can't stand, Alki. Who? No, I'm sorry, the Bears. I'm thinking of the Bears. Jay I'm thinking Cutler? of the Bears. I'm totally thinking of the Bears. Jay Cutler and the second uh, 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 linebacker they had. My bad. I don't know. I'd give myself a minute timeout, but we don't have Josh this week, so I can't do that. So, anyway, I never liked Dijon Gomes. I know that. Will in Maryland, nope. that was one of his favorite players of all times. But, but dude, he's got Jose Gums to pick it up. It's almost <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, Will, you can get yourself a Gums jersey. <laughs> dude, he's going to show up on the 22nd and be like, yo, what's up, fellas? Check, check out, out my, my Gums jersey. He'll like, just turn around and do the thumbs down at the name tag and be like, check out my Gums jersey. <laughs> I am pumped. <laughs> By the way, Will. He'll be like, I can't wait. Yup. <laughs> but, dude, we can't wait for the 22nd of December. Dude, I know we'll hook up with Will. Um, we might hook up with other people out there in the D.C. area as well. Not literally. Um, huh? I no, not, not, not No, not in the, uh, the college kind of way. Dude, we're, like, in our 30s, seriously. Um. Who else? Josh is in his forties. Josh is in his forties, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Son, old man, Allen. Old man, Allen. He needs help up the escalator. Um. All right. Other answer. people, as far as the cuts, Marissa. we know uh, Chase Minifield got cut. Hold on. Who was it? Um. Our guy in in Canada. Kenny Ken was saying he was surprised that Chase Minifield got cut. I thought that was a slight gamble, but we got him back on the practice squad. 
I think he needs a little bit more seasoning just because I, I don't think he was quite up to speed. Yeah, but we'll who see. is this Murphy dude that took his slot? Dude, that's what I said to you. I was like, I don't remember this guy Murphy from preseason whatsoever. I remember seeing him like on the sideline, but I don't remember any plays really. Murphy. Like Dale Murphy's son. <laughs> the Hall of Very Good, Dale Murphy's. You know his brother's son. on the Mets. <laughs> What's his name? Patrick Murphy? <laughs> Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy, the guy who's like torn the ACL in both his knees. And who's the he Murphy can't on play our team? Defense, but he can hit Jerome Murphy. Jerome, I don't think he's Daniel's brother. I don't think he is. Daniel, my brother. I don't think he's Dale's son in that, in that matter either. Dale. I don't think he's Dale Jr. What do you no, say? Uh, Aaron Neville song? Jerome. No, that was, that was, dude, that was. That was Elton John. Oh, okay. Dude, no, no. Aaron Neville will be a... <laughs> your Aaron oh. Neville and your Elton John voice is same, sound the same except for the slow vibrato. Jerome <laughs> Murphy. Um, Jerome Murphy is wearing number 45. The caveman's number right now. Oh, yeah. Hey. Wow. Speaking of Murphy and these other dudes, let's go through who else got cut so that then we can go through the number changes because people oh, are going to be confused like me. True, true. Hold on. But Jerome Murphy, he's wearing 45 now. Um, he was the third-round pick by the Rams. And he's not even a rookie? No, dude. He was the third-round pick in 2010. I don't remember this guy ever playing for us in the preseason. Or the Rams. Ever. I don't remember him at all. But he made the team over Dijon Mustard, so cut Mustard. Hazlitt what? spoke highly of Murphy and his instincts, physicality, what they said, and skill set. They said that he was better on special teams, and that was the difference. And your dog, EJ Biggers, made the squad. Uh, what? Your dog, EJ Biggers, made the squad. <laughs> Sorry, were you talking to Josh on that? <laughs> Dude, I love EJ Biggers. They're really <laughs> they're really impressed with this David Amerson kid. I wasn't that impressed with him in preseason. He got I burnt some. He got you know what? I think Amerson, he looks like he could be a gamer. Well, he needs I, to bring it because this isn't practice anymore. No, I know, and I agree. But he is a rookie. Not every rookie can be RG three year dog before anyone else's dog. I think he could he could be okay. Is he going to get burned a few times this year? Yeah, but, you know, so is D'Angelo Hall because it's D'Angelo Hall. So, you know, let's see. At the end of the year, who gets burnt more, Amerson or Hall? Probably Hall. <laughs> I don't know, but we need, all right, we need our safeties is what I'm We really need our $18 million in damn salary cap back, which okay. we'll get next year. So we'll be able to sign some, like, high-end people. So we don't have to draft a bunch of rookies. So we don't have to start David Amerson and uh, who else is starting them back there? What's his face? Uh, Josh Wilson and D'Angelo Hall. Josh Wilson, D'Angelo Hall, mm -hmm. David Amerson. What's the other guy? You mean the safeties? Yeah, Brandon Merriweather and Bacardi Rambo. Bacardi, yeah. Bacardi Rambo's backup. You ready for this? 
is John's favorite, I mean, Will and Maryland's favorite player, Jose Gums. Jose Gums. They apparently, dude, apparently they call him Gummy Bear. He must be important. What what's his number? <laughs> what's his number going into the season side? All right, hold on. Working, working. Hopefully, Jose Gums and Bakari Rambo can hold down the free safety spot. Jose Gums, and then number. Reed Dowdy is a backup for whichever safety spot needs. A All right, what 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 numbers do you want to know? Jose Gums is wearing uh, Stephen Davis's old number forty eight. He is from Monmouth University. I thought that was like a a Japanese horror film, Monmouth. Oh, that's like Monster Moth or, or something. If you really want to know the safety situation, though, right. it's Brandon Merriweather and Bakari Rambo, and then their backup. It's Brandon Merriweather-ish. You can't even say Brandon Merriweather. We have three safeties on the roster. We've got... What? Well, according to this, the, the Here, Red, this is Redskins.com, they're listing... Uh, Merriweather as a free safety. I see. Oh, they're he's a strong safety. They're listing him as free safety, and well, I agree. He did play. I thought he played. Uh, well, then we don't have any uh, strong safeties, dude. Ritzkins.com has got to be wrong. Brandon Merriweather is a strong safety. You know, no, you know who they're going to play at strong safety is Reed Dowdy. No, they're not. Or Jordan Pugh. It's going to be one of them because they can't cover. It's going to be Reed Dowdy. I guarantee it. Brandon Merriweather is a strong safety. Bacardi Rambo is the free safety starting. Reed Dowdy is both strong safety and free safety. He's the second string for both Well, positions. yeah, he is, but he's not. Jordan he's, Pugh he's, is... He's a strong safety. Yeah, but Jordan Pugh and Jose Gums are both third stringers. Every time we say Jose Gums, I just have to laugh, man. Seriously. Gums and Pugh back there. <laughs> <laughs> in the safety spot. Oh my. We got Gums, Pew, Rambo, and Merriweather. And Dowdy. And Dowdy. Dowdy held on for another year, dudes. Anyway, not only did he hold on, oh, dude, sweet. he's second and, string. Hey, hey, the Nationals just beat the Phillies three to two. Sweet. Sweet. It's not over yet, dudes. It's not over yet. Seriously. I think they lost last night, didn't they? Uh, did they win nine to six? I think that was, wasn't that two days ago? It might've been two days ago. See, I don't know. They're not completely out of the playoffs yet. I can't keep it straight. Like, Cause every close. night, cause I have the MLB package, as you understand every night, I'll start watching the game when I lay down, you know, get in bed and just turn the TV on before I fall asleep. And I'm always asleep by the fourth inning. So I haven't seen a complete game. I think since May, probably, and I don't know, you know how what, many You know what are... the solution to that is? Take the TV out of your bedroom. The solution? Then I wouldn't see any innings. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wouldn't need the package, and then I would save some money. That is true. And my bedroom is like a dark room. It's just, it, it's like it's like we have no TV. We have a, 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 you know, our alarm clock radios, and that, that's about it for entertainment in there. It's like the bedroom, no TV. No TV whatsoever. Dude, I got like a 54-inch plasma in my bedroom. Son. Uh. Uh. uh anyway, back to <laughs> All right, so we talked about that a lot. Oh, dudes. 
or dude, sorry, Josh is not here. Daryl Tap. Daryl Tap. What about Darryl him? Tapp made the team. Of course he did. He's going to be good. Well, he's he has never played three four before. I don't care. And he made the team. And he made the team. I think. I don't think he was even the last guy on the list. Yeah, we have depth. Brandon Jenkins was the last guy. We cut people that are good. We have dude. How about that? Our outside linebackers. That, yes. Our outside linebackers are stacked, dude. Yeah. It's gonna our be outside, awesome. But the funny thing is, it's like our outside linebackers, it's like Daryl Tapp, Brandon Jenkins, your dog, because Josh and I couldn't even like remember the guy existed. Kind of yeah, like but, Murphy. And you know who we're gonna have back in four weeks? Rob Jackson to add to Rob that Jackson, Jarvis Jenkins, especially Rob Jackson who we've been talking about for years here at Harry Hog Football, harryhogfootball.com. Yeah, and Jarvis. Wait, uh-huh. Jarvis? Wait, Jarvis is an end. He's a defensive end. I believe he's listed as defensive end. I can't keep it straight anymore. This it's whole, whole changing from 4-3 to 3-4 thing. Yeah, Jenkins yeah. is an end, dude. Yeah. But Rob Jackson will be back, so the outside linebacker core is stacked. Yeah. And then we got that Nick Barnett guy who had a good – preseason and the inside and your favorite player brian keel yeah no um sorry josh brian keel i don't know the press key well comcast seems to keep saying brian keel is like impressing and doing this and doing that and i'm not too sold on this brian keel guy but you know special teams is okay yeah all i know is we've got Karakpo back and ready to freaking go. He's ready to tee off on Michael Old Man Dog fighting Vic back there. Dude, well, they keep saying it's like, oh, everyone's just like, I can't wait to see the Eagles' new look offense with Chip Kelly and their their 19 seconds per play offense, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, um, I can't wait to see the Redskins' defense totally obliterate this BS this BR 19 second offense that they're going to try to implement in the NFL. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes for them on Monday Night Football in Washington at 6:55 p.m. Don't 19 be late. 19 seconds. Don't be late, Josh. Anyway, dudes, we've gone way off the uh, itinerary, and we're like already 43 minutes in, haven't taken a break. So well, I think bad. we need to like. Probably forego the games and kicks and just come back and let me do my predictions and then talk to you guys once the season starts. You you want to skip the games and kicks for uh for the last game with all the scrubs? I think so. Okay, I'm cool with that. <laughs> and I'm just gonna do a real short station identification and come. I'll right give back. my game ball to that kid in the first row that had his hat on sideways. It was just like woo Redskins down in Tampa. All right, don't go anywhere because this is gonna be a really short break. All right, I'm going to the bathroom. No, you're not. <laughs> this is Kenny Chan from Canada, and you are listening to Harry Hog Football. You are listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. We got to do our alma mater. We must do our alma mater. When I was a little bitty boy, my grandmother bought me a cute little toy. 
silver bells hanging on a string. She told me it was my ding-a-ling-a-ling-o. All right, we're back. John Dude, requested Aaron, that what song. Were you, Aaron, Aaron, what were you, uh, what were you doing before we uh, started the podcast tonight? I was at my handbell choir rehearsal. You were at you were at your uh, so you were at your handbell yeah. choir rehearsal. Yeah. Would you Would you care to explain to the uh, the studio audience what your hand bell and choir rehearsal? Uh, entails. I'm an American handbell player. I play the D and the E note. American. In the lowest octave. The D and the E. Is that an E natural? I have the E natural and the E. Wait, is there an E sharp? Yeah. <laughs> it's also called uh, F flat. Yeah. I play that. <laughs> I play that also, but only on occasion. I have to switch off and play that note. There's some big old bells, dude. So so basically, what I got you're some big saying, old bells that I'm responsible for. In the words of Chuck Berry, you were uh, you were busy playing with your dinglings. My big ones. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I got the low octave. <laughs> <laughs> and that will lead us right into Aaron's precarious predictions here on Harry Hog Football. You can follow us on Twitter at Harry Hog. H a r r y Hog. Football.com. Hey, hey, dudes. All right. Yeah. I worked on this today. Yeah. I actually spent a little bit of time. I got through the first 10 games planning what I was going to say. The rest of it, I'm going to have to wing it. I I think you're going to be all right, though. I have a feeling. Wait, I got to find my music for this. Oh, snap. I don't even have it on here anymore. Dude, seriously. The Kerncraft 400 or whatever it's called. Aaron, seriously, you could have just played, you know, Dingling by Chuck Berry. Under the whole thing? Minutes. Under the whole thing. Well, you know, you're the one that were playing with your hand bells. Are you serious? No, no, I'm not serious. <laughs> All right, here's what I'm going to play. I'm going to play something else. Something else under the music. Woof, woof. Can you hear that? <laughs> oh, you know I can hear that. All right, dudes. Aaron's precarious predictions. Oh, wait. Whose music is this? What do you mean? Whose music is this? This is not your music. Shaft's music. Whose? Shaft's. Whose? Yours. That's right. John Shaft's music. All right, here All we right. go. Carry on. Aaron's precarious predictions. You know, last mm-hmm. year I did pretty well getting 10 out of 16 games correct. So let's see if I can do better on that this year. Week one, right. Philly, this Monday night. Bum, RG3 bum, 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 bum. is like a caged animal that Michael Vick would be proud to set loose in his dog circuit. <laughs> Only one problem. Oh, mean. RG3 will be set loose on his eagles. True. Philly's offense will look like a college version of Washington's, except with an old man playing quarterback. Their defense will have more holes than Swiss cheese. As RG3 picks them apart for three touchdowns, and Alfred Morris adds one more. Skins win big, 28-7. That's what I'm talking about. Week two at Green Bay Cheeseheads. Green Bay will not be prepared for the offensive machine that will be let loose on them. Machine. 
Green Bay's new ground attack, headed by rookie sensation Eddie Lacy, will be stifled by Barry Cofield, the half-giant. His last name is Lacy. <laughs> and company. While rookie Bacardi Rambo finally understands when and where he is supposed to hit someone. <laughs> Green Bay will be forced back to their pass-happy offense, allowing our bookend outside linebackers to wreak havoc in the backfield. <laughs> However, they ain't got no run game. Discount double check. We'll have some success <laughs> in the air against our young secondary. RG3 will run the read option zero times in this game. Instead, he will throw the ball from the pocket. Three right. will throw two touchdowns to number 88. One to Fred Davis. And Alfred Morris will add two touchdowns of his own. Redskins will win the shootout thanks mostly to the balanced offense. The final hmm. score, 40-31. to 31. Washington. 40. 40. 40. 40. That's an odd body number for uh, football. Hey, that's just what popped into my brain, dude. That's what's going to happen. No, I mean, the, that's uh, what ha- that's what I came up with after deep analysis, like the ESPN guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what that after. Yeah. Week three. On the, on the not yet frozen tundra. Yeah. Week three against Detroit in Washington. Seriously. Detroit has been like a hemorrhoid to Washington the last few years. They keep beating us when they shouldn't. This time it'll be different. After cutting Rocky McIntosh to pick up Dion Mustard. (laughs) Sorry, Dijon Mustard. They must be in trouble on defense. RG3 will pick Mustard apart like he's been doing in practice for the last year. Megatron will have success against our suspect corners, but that will be the only bright spot spot for Detroit. Redskins win. Can you guess the score? That's right. 45 to nothing. Sound familiar? Oh my. <laughs> Remind you of something? Oh man. I'm harking back to 1991, baby. Week four at Oakland. I call this the bye week part one. <laughs> the most difficult thing about winning this game is dealing with the long flight to and from Oakland. Oakland and the fact you have to go to Oakland <laughs> and not San Francisco. Oakland doesn't even know why the court, why the quarterback. Oh, sorry, who the quarterback is that'll be thrashed by our front seven. RG three will be taking a well-deserved rest as Captain Chaos will play. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Chaos. At least he'll be playing the first half. At halftime, the skins after scoring Captain on seven. Chaos. Points, Sorry, sorry, Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, RG3 <laughs> will be taking a well-deserved rest as Captain Kirk will play. At least he'll play the first half. At halftime, with the Skins scoring on seven consecutive drives in the first half, Captain Kirk will be spelled and Rex Grossman will be brought in at the request of the television producer to try increase ratings by making the game, quote, more fair. <laughs> The Redskins, the Redskins will play clock-burning last preseason game football for the entire second half. <laughs> Redskins going to win 49 to nothing. Oh, my. Heading into the bye week part two, the real bye in week oh five. My. All this is to prepare them for their most hated rivals in week six at Dallas. The oh. Dallas Cowboys. 
The Cowboys, able to pick up two wins in a row coming into this game, will have revitalized its fickle redneck fan base enough to tune in and talk smack about how RG3 is pretty good, but he's going to end up injured soon enough. How about them Cowboys? They will promptly shut up and the stadium pole dancers will stop gyrating (laughs) as soon as the ball is kicked off and Chris Thompson returns at 101 yards for a touchdown. How about them Cowboys? (laughs) <laughs> pole dancers Cowboys will go <laughs> the Cowboys will go three and out and on the punt Thompson returns it to the Cowboys five and the Redskins go in to score on a little wide receiver screen to 89 one play later oh yeah Santana Moss the most deadly number three in the game Cowboys killer yep he Cowboys- is a cow- Cowboys start to gain some hope when Romo leads the boys to a 60 yard field goal producing drive <laughs> <laughs> Only to have Bueller, 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 Bueller bank one off the mega screen and through the uprights. <laughs> uh, Jerry Jones will start believing that Romo is so worth the giant contract he just signed in the offseason. Redskins will finally get a real drive going up 14 to 3 late in the first quarter. As Alfred Morris churns out carry after carry, RG3 will spread the ball around for 250 yards in the first half as the Skins amount a 31-3 halftime lead. Second half. It's more the same. Shots of a trainer rubbing Miles Austin's inner thigh (laughs) on the sideline will be the highlight of the game for the Cowboys fans. Like Channel 467 on Fios. As the Redskins (laughs) win this game 49-9. Oh my. Week seven. Are you sure it's not like 46 to nine? 49 to nine. You're putting Miles and Austin out there. (laughs) In his inner thigh. In his inner thigh. Dude, dude, no, no, with those big teeth. No, no, rub it right there. (laughs) A little bit higher. A little bit higher. (laughs) (laughs) With his John Elway teeth. Oh, my. All right. Week seven, Chicago comes into town. Who said I'm a hater? D-Hall will better himself in this game, picking off Jay Cutler five times and returning two of those for scores. (laughs) Chicago's defense will prove stingy, however, limiting Griffin and company to only 21 points on offense. Still, Redskins go on to win this one handily 35-3. Oh, hold on. I got to get my music going again. The song ended. All right. Week 9, San Diego. San Diego Superchargers Dudes, seriously I'll be honest with you Maybe Kenny Ken can help me here With better predicting this game Because I don't even know who's on this team anymore Or who their coach is (laughs) But it won't matter These guys are going to be so messed up From coming to FedEx Field All the way across the country And the Redskins fans are going to be so pumped even Peter King will be so excited about how good the Redskins are this year at this point in the Dude, season. You had to bring up Peter King. Oh, and he will slip up and use the team's name in his commentary. <laughs> Redskins will go on to win this game easily. Going to 9 and 0. More and more Cowboys fans at this point in the season will start buying RG3 jerseys saying that they like him because he went to school at Baylor, not because they're <laughs> fair weather Cowboys. <laughs> Week 10 at Minnesota. The meeting of the Superman, the Dr. James Andrews Bowl. (laughs) 
Last time these two teams got together, what do you remember from the game? I remember uh, Adrian Peterson tearing his knee apart. That was two times ago. No. That's right. Last time, RG3 making a 70-plus run for a touchdown, not Adrian Peterson. It'll be more of the same in this game. RG3 will make a 99-yard touchdown <laughs> after being backed up to their own one-yard line. Um, the defense over the course of the season will be much improved from the rookies we see early in the year. Not that they really need to be because the Redskins have become an... I can't even say it. An offensive juggernaut. <laughs> Redskins will win this inside game, 28-14. All right. And from here on out, I'm going to have to wing it. Because oh. that's as far as I got. Week oh. 11 at Philly. Mm. All I wrote was, get out the broom. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to say more? Nope. All right. Now I need to find the schedule so I can continue this. Well, after that, you've got a Monday night game at. we got to go all the way across country to, what was I talking about before? San Francisco. Oh, yes. San Francisco. Team that many people picked to win the Super Bowl again. However, the Redskins will go all the way across the country to San Francisco for the Monday night game. Alvin Morris is going to churn out 127 yards in this game. 27. Carlos Rogers will drop three picks. <laughs> because he dropped a contact lens before the game started. And Washington will go on to win this game. 21 to 17, Ooh, preserving their record close. at 11 right. and 0. Sunday, December 1st, Redskins had their first matchup out of three in the Meadowlands this year. Yes, I said three. Redskins are going to go in. It's going to be a cold December 1st night, uncharacteristic. However, this will be a tight game. It's going to be all foggy and nasty out. Night game. It's going to come Hookers down to one of those, those messy... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were outside the stadium. Wait, what? It's one of those messy, like, muddy games in New York. Hookers everywhere. Oh, I thought you were outside the stadium. What? What? <laughs> it's going to be all muddy. Redskins are going to churn this one out old school NFC East style and beat the Giants 9-3. to three. I'm not quite sure how it's going to be muddy on the artificial turf in the Meadowlands. But... <laughs> <laughs> if anyone can do that, it's going to be the Giants because get. All right. You just threw me for a loop, but that's what came to me in the vision. And that's how I picked this. Dude, I don't mean to throw you for a loop here, but I think this is unfair because the third game here in a row on the road, we go to San Francisco, we'll go to the get. And then we go to the Arrowhead. Oh, yeah? What's up with that? Wait, wait, wait. Are those all on? Those aren't all on the road. Yeah. Those, oh, are they all, those at, are all at home, dude? Oh, you were right. So I messed up when I how said we, they went to San Francisco. Dude, how did we dig? How did we get three games? No, th because this is what used to happen to us. Like the last three years, it was like, oh, we have three games in a row on the road near the end of the season. 
it seems like every dang year. And we're like, what? what is up with that? So we have three games. You're right. We have a game at Washington with the with the, uh, the yeah 49ers at Washington with the Giants and at Washington with the Chiefs. How about that? Yeah, why well, do you say way, first of three games at the Meadowlands? Yeah, well, no. First well, of you two know, games on there. But it's not really well, there yet. I messed that it's up. It's not even there yet. We'll get there. That'll be week 17 will be your first of two games there. All right. Because if you're getting your facts from us, you're getting your facts from nobody else. Kansas City. Kansas City comes to visit. It's going to be town the, that refuses to say the word Redskins. It's going to be the game between two teams that Mike Wise will not be able to watch because he is too politically correct. Mike Wise will have to sit in a plastic bubble during <laughs> this game to watch if he is able to watch, if he is still employed by the Washington Post at this point. But we'll get to that next podcast. <laughs> If I he's still employed dude, by the Washington Post at that point. I don't even know who the Kansas City has as a quarterback. Do they still have Joe Montana? I don't know. <laughs> Elvis Gerback? Um, um, that guy they got from the Patriots. That was good for one pick. year? That team? He was good for one year with the Patriots. Oh, who is the quarterback there? No, you know who they have? Who? Hefty. Andy Reid. <laughs> All right. They must be awesome. He went to the NFC Championship game four years in a row with this puking quarterback that we traded for. Oh, damn it. Anyway, this is going to be at home in Washington. This could be one of those trap games that breaks up a perfect season. But Mm no, RG3 is going to have the game of the year like he should. He's going to throw for six touchdowns. Alfred Morris is going (laughs) to run for three touchdowns. And Logan Paulson will add one more. Um, you did. You just said that's ten touchdowns, right? The Redskins will win this game, seventy-three to nothing. You're talking like like Georgia Tech over Elon style. Yep. All right. You damn right. Next week at Atlanta, this is going to be a difficult game down there against Julio. But straight to Julio. <laughs> I tell you what, I think this is actually when the Atlanta Falcons are going to have their act together at this point of the season. But it's not going to be enough with that coach that I really can't stand. <laughs> gray hair. <laughs> I don't even know his name. He looks like he should be from. He should be at the ghetto land. All I know is he's going to get destroyed in this game. Shut your, Shut your mouth. mouth. It's going to be Alfred Morris all day. <laughs> all day. On the turf in the Georgia Dome. Redskins are going to win this one 28-0. Son. Even with O.C. Umanura down there helping to anchor the defensive line for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. That's right. Wow. Next week, All right. the game that Harry Hog Nation is going to be representing. Aaron, Josh, and John will all be there. I, I guess I should say uh, Aaron, John, and Josh. And Jamie. And the fifth. And the fifth is going to be at least hanging. It'll and be hopefully the first people time from ever. The, uh, anti-Ace of Cakes as well. It'll be the it first was- time ever in the history of Harry Hug Football that all five Harry Hug Football members <laughs> have attended a if game. If we can get Kenny Ken down there, if Nick the Greek comes down there from uh, Harper's Ferry, son, this could be this could be epic. It could be an epic game. All right, dude, start planning. 
It's going to be an epic game because the Redskins, yeah. I don't even want to go into it. It's going to be a complete and utter annihilation. It, it's scheduled for 1 o'clock, but I, I, I'm not a gambling man at all. But I'll bet you at least $2 that we will get flexed. Oh, yeah. It's going to get flexed just like last year. It's yep. going to be freaking awesome. Oh, my. It's going to be cold. And Dallas is going to get utterly and completely destroyed. I can't even annihilated. I can't even. I can't even begin to, to give you a score on this. It was still the best game I've ever been to in my life. I'm thinking it's going to be somewhere in the area of fifty-three to nothing. Oh my! Oh my word! You're not even going to give Miles. He's not going to catch one in his mouth like a horse. Miles is going to be too cold. His little fingers are going to be too cold. To catch I have a him. feeling. I'll be honest, I think Miles might not even be playing at this point. I think he'll be hurt. The guy is starting to starting to he's starting to get his injury on. And the last game, our first of two games at the Meadowlands against the Giants. There we go. It's gonna be muddy and cold and rainy. <laughs> on on the uh the the Wait, wait, that that proves trip. actually why my vision said it was muddy on the first Giants game, because it's really going to be in Washington. All right, fair enough. So, true. You know, true. I wasn't trusting my vision enough. I was in the words of, of Will, true. Yeah. So this game in the Giants stadium is not going to be muddy, but it is going to be, it's gonna a, be debacle. a debacle. <laughs> <laughs> the big head gazoo is going to get sacked seven times. <laughs> three by Arakpo, three by Kerrigan, and one by... The half giant. <laughs> Daryl Tapp is going to be causing some havoc. And Rob Jackson is going to be leg cocking all over the place. <laughs> leg cocking like Canard Lang. Like leg cock Canard Lang. Leg cock Canard Lang, baby. Santana Moss is going to come in with two scores. Leonard oh, Jackson is going to come in with a score. He plays well there. Alfred Morris is going to come in with two scores. Redskins are going to win this one, 35 to nothing. Nothing. And that brings us to the playoffs, first round of the playoffs. Redskins have a bye going 16-0 in the regular season. So, Second week, rematch. Redskins versus Seattle. Redskins jump off to an early 14-0 lead. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let let uh, Let me set the tone here. Let me set the picture. If no, no, it won't be this way. The red, the the Seattle Seahawks will run onto the field waving their NFC West championship banners, like three or four of them, and waving them in the in the air. And then they'll come on to the the field um, with a big big banner that says, "We went to the Super Bowl once and lost." And rah rah rah. And then, uh, and then the Redskins will get introduced after that. Yeah, and there's going to be like cannons and like an inflatable Redskins helmet and whatnot. <laughs> and and the fact that we have all along the the walls of our own stadium, the fact that we've won five NFL championships. Okay, so now that the scene is set, so thanks for showing up, Seattle. We uh, yeah, bring it. The Redskins are going to jump up to an early fourteen nothing league, exposing. Uh, Sherman and the other cornerbacks that think they're so bad, but they're not. 
this makes me nervous though, dude, because you know we were looking okay at first. Then this year, this last year. Oh yeah, we were destroying them as everyone knows. Then all of a sudden, RG three. Oh, oh! Drops into the pocket, it's dodges a would be sacker, and then runs seventy five yards for a touchdown to give us a twenty one to nothing lead. From Son! then on, the Redskins never look back. Hell yeah! Redskins go on to win this game twenty eight to three to put them in the NFC Championship game against. You guessed it. You ready for this? Oh, dude, you are not going where I think you're going. Dallas. <laughs> Dallas comes to town after claiming the wild card spot. Oh, my. Dallas, who is 0-2 against the Redskins in the playoffs. And if this happens, then I got to tell you, I will be there regardless. <laughs> I think I'd there's... rather go to this game than go to the Super Bowl, to be perfectly honest. After being there two weeks before. Yeah. Three weeks before. Yeah. Be there yeah. I'd I'd go to this game. I would rather go to this game than the play than the Super Bowl. Dallas is gonna come in and pretend they're confident after they got spanked a few weeks before. I forget what the score was. And Dallas, swept, come here. I might as well say. Has there ever been a triple a triple sweep in one year? Yes. Yes, there has been. And there's gonna be another one. Redskins are just going to be so pumped. The stands might even give way. The fans are going to be so pumped in this. They're going to have to bring in extra. The fans at at Jack Kent Cook Stadium are going to try to make the lower deck on one side of the field rock up and down like traditional RFK. They may succeed. They may possibly succeed. The Redskins are going to squeak this one out to head into the Super Bowl. With a score of, it's coming to me, mm. squeaking it out, yeah. 31 to 14. <laughs> that puts them in the Super Bowl against, you know who? Who? Peyton Manning's Denver Broncos. Oh my, the rematch of 22. First quarter. Peyton Manning throws deep to uh, who's he got now? Joe Jurovicious. Throws deep to one of his receivers that I can't remember. <laughs> now, he, now, who does he have over there? Uh, De- Thomas. Denarius Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. He throws deep That's... to him on the first play of the game. Yeah. Broncos go up 7 0. Son. Oh. Redskins go three and out after Leonard Hankerson drops an important third down pass where he was <laughs> wide open for. Broncos Fair get enough. the ball back, kick a field goal. Up 10-0. Beginning of the second quarter. <clears throat> First play of the second quarter, RG3 heaves it deep to none other than 89 Santana Moss for a touchdown. Where's, where's Santana Moss? 10-7. Defense. Interception, Arakpo, return for a touchdown. Redskins now up 14 to 10. Redskins kickoff. They hold the Denver Broncos to a three and out. John Elway can be seen in the booth crying. Teeth gleaming in the sunshine. You can see a mouth. No, wait, no, no. They're in the ghetto land. So teeth gleaming in the stench, (laughs) in the stench shine. 
you can see someone telling them that history is bound to repeat itself. So gleaming in the in the uh, needle exposed on the street shine. Do I need to go through the rest of the second quarter? All right. No, sir. I don't think we need to go through the rest of the second quarter since we're like two hours into this podcast. But yeah. you get the idea. But, Redskins yeah. end up winning the Super Bowl. 42 to 10. <laughs> and that, folks, are my precarious predictions for 2013. Sir. All right, dudes. This is it. The last dudes. podcast going into the season. Get pumped. Dudes, get freaking pumped. I'm so pumped right now. What is it? It's Wednesday night. I want to get, I, I just want to be like, I want to wear my jersey. I want to run around just be like, whoop, whoop. Let's go. Let's go. John's so already pre-gaming. Early. Dude, I am pre-gaming. And football actually starts officially tomorrow night. So it'll be football season 24 hours from now. And that's true. And if you are in the Harry Hog Fantasy Football League, which is the HHFFFL, um, make sure you, you uh, set your teams because the, who is it? Broncos. Broncos and the Ravens. And the Ravens who have to play on the road because the owner of the Orioles is more powerful than the Oriole, owner of the Ravens somehow um, made them go on the road even though they won the Super Bowl, which is super weak. Anyway. We'll see you guys after this first win against the Eagles. Yep. Um, 6.55 for the fourth time tonight. Yep. The new kickoff. Make sure you're there in time, whether you're watching at you know where, a bar, your buddy's house. Get to a television, my friends. Football for us starts on Monday night, 6.55 p.m. So anyway, we'll talk to you guys later. Hail to the Redskins. That's right. Thanks to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee Esquire. You can follow him on Twitter, Desmond C. Lee, too, because Desmond C. Lee 1 was hacked. Yep. Um, you can follow us at Harry Hog on Twitter, HarryHogFootball.com, H-A-R-R-Y, HogFootball.com. Check it out. So we'll talk to you guys later. Hail to the Redskins. Yep. And if you see a Cowboys fan... You know what to do. Joker. Joker.